Hello and welcome to Just One Cornetto, a podcast discussing all things Greenock Morton. My name is Dean McKinnon and I am your host. Just One Cornetto is brought to you by themortonforum.com. You can reach us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at The Morton Forum. All our panellists appear in an entirely personal capacity and as such their views are personal to them. This podcast may contain a bit of adult language. Thank you all for listening and we hope you enjoy the show. Just One Cornetto Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Juice One Carnetto. Do Emery continued his undefeated record in the Capital Dugout as his Morton side ran out 2 0 winners at Somerset Park yesterday? Gavin Riley continued his rejuvenation with goals in the 27th and 61st minute, both of which coming from crosses into the box. Joining me to analyse the game, we have Louise Rogers. How are you, Louise? Yep, as Dougie says in the post-match interview, I feel ecstatic right now. And Mr Alan Coyle. Alan, how are you? I'm not ecstatic, I'm pretty static after, <laughs> uh, as I said, <laughs> been out in a morning running, feeling like a tin man, uh, so physically I'm a, I'm a shell of a man, but uh, emotionally and mentally I am on top of the world, so I'm a monotone. I don't like that you two are out been, you know, productive and fitness orientated on a Sunday morning and I'm sitting nursing a hangover. It's the doogie effect, the doogie effect is rubbing off everybody. No, the doogie effect led to me cracking open a litre of water in the vodka last night. <laughs> so no, we can't have the doogie effect of that. I lasted six days in dry January, so I did. And I was like, <laughs> can't even make it past a weekend. Uh, <laughs> so, tell you what guys, we will talk about the starting lineup. So, following on from that excellent performance last week, same shape, and the only change was Jamie Brandon coming in for his debut in place of Darren Hines. What did you make of that, Louise? I thought the lineup was fine. Um, I wasn't really expecting many changes anyway, to be honest. I, I would have been fine if it was just the same start 11 from last week because Hines done okay. He had the assist for, for the third goal and stuff, but I, I knew kind of Brandon would probably get some minutes, whether it would be starting and coming off or, or coming on. So I was quite happy with the start 11. It seems to be kind of settled right now. Dougie is, is getting the best out of that that starting 11 so yeah I wasn't surprised and and I was quite happy whether it was Brandon starting or or Hines starting as well Go for it Alan what about yourself? Totally agree with Louise Um, you wouldn't have been surprised if there was no change but in in hindsight as Louise said I mean obviously uh, Brandon coming in and having no played for a a year I think it was the 2nd of January last year was the last time he played Um, it Clearly, he's needing minutes on the pitch, and it was clear that he probably wasn't going to get any more than the 70 minutes that he got. Um, I uh, <clears throat> had a wee bit of a concern just to see how we would face up against, I think we'd mentioned it last week, about the air formation, where they've got us back four and then uh, Big Muirhead sitting in the middle. Um, and obviously, they are coming off. they were coming off the back of a couple of uh, good results, but this is a different Morton team. Um well, it's, well, not, not not in terms of players, but it's it's a different team to watch, and it's a different team mentally and just just generally. So, um, I yeah, starting starting team absolutely finding brilliant. So, I think I, I agree with both of you. I think I don't think it was a massive surprise to see Brandon come into the starting lineup. I think 
going from just a couple of things that we've seen from him this year, look at Russell getting subbed off so early down at, at Rugby Park and the kind of shape change. I don't think Doogie's one to, to kind of sit back and hesitate on a decision. I think we'll see kind of quite ruthless decision making from him in terms of lineup and players and things. And I don't think it's a mark against Aaron Hines, but I think it's it's an area of the pitch that Emery's obviously identified as, as needing improvement and absolutely fair play to him. I think Brandon's a good option in terms of we can play that, we can play a back four, we could play a back five, and I think he'd, he'd be comfortable in either. I don't know if we can really say the same for Hines. So, yeah, for me, it was it was quite good to see him involved. So, tell you what, we'll move on to the, the first half. Obviously, we take the lead through Gavin Riley, cross in from, from Strap. What did you make of the, the first half overall, Anne? So, I mean, there were similarities um, to last week in that we had an opposition that um, were able to... They were able, kind of possession-wise, were able to impose themselves a wee bit without really causing us that many problems. Um, one one thing I would say is in in terms of how how clinical we are. Um, you look at looking at kind of stats again, as we mentioned last week, about the amount of shots that we have and that we take are pretty low compared to other teams. But the amount of shots that we have on target are relatively high. Um, which it. it and it just just shows how kind of cl- clinical we are. Um, so <clears throat> once and, and and the thing was, I mean, we kind of mentioned me, me, before we came on here. Me and Louise had obviously watched it via the stream. Um, so uh, if you're watching the game, uh, or, or or if you happened not to be keeping an absolute eye on the game, and you were kind of relying a wee bit on the commentary, uh, the commentary would maybe give a wee different perception from what you were actually <laughs> watching. Um, and if you were listening to the commentary, I mean, air were absolutely annihilating us, but we were so comfortable. Um, and I really, really like the shape of our defence. I know you kind of mentioned there about us going to a four, but I can't see how we would go to a, how, how, why and when we would kind of change. Um, I know we'll go on and mention about how good Ledger was, um, but l- looking at that back five, you look at it, right, so we've got a three that plays a three, but it's, it's not just a three centrally. You've got McLean and Strap as a, almost kind of a segue and off each other and McLean is so good for strap in the other side obviously you've got Ledger and whether it's Heinz or Brandon as well obviously I think they, they did have one very very good chance uh, from Lithgow miscontrolling and Adeloy can clean through and go um, after Adeloy missed that and it was a very good save from um, from Hamilton they kind of smothered it that was about five minutes in wasn't it yeah. and after that Adeloy pretty much disappeared for the game whether that was down to our defence or whether it was up to them I don't know but they just they finished the goal again we'd, we'd kind of mentioned about delivery it was Darren Hines last week delivering for a third goal uh, Strap's delivery for a goal was absolutely tremendous um, it just they, they, it, and, and he played a similar body that in the second half and as well as that Riley's goal and Riley's finish it was a type of poacher's finish we've been lacking a poacher haven't we for about three or four years yeah. Bob McHugh was as close to that as we've got but you're just like Gavin Riley by the way <laughs> what a player so <laughs> yeah that was, that was a, a long way to get in there but aye it was yeah it was good enjoyed the first half what about yourself Louise? yeah I totally agree with the 
uh, within the first five minutes when that kind of mistake had happened with Lithgow and, and Jack made that really good save. You, you did kind of have it in your head, oh God, is it going to be one of these games? But I don't actually think Jack Hamilton really had a save to make after that, to be honest, when, when I'm thinking about it. I don't think Air really troubled us that much. They, they did have a lot of the possession of the ball. Um, same, probably the same with Dunfermline last week. They... It kind of reminded me of last week's game that I thought Air started okay and then as soon as we scored that first goal I, I couldn't really see anything other than a, a Morton win. I think Strap has totally turned it round since since Dougie's came in. He's had that assist against Kilmarnock and he's got that assist again yesterday. There's a lot of players that have really kind of stepped, stepped their game up and Gavin Riley, I mean obviously Dougie's had him at Livingston so he, he sort of knows how he plays and, and how best to play him and his first goal was, was brilliant. It was such good play. Like a, a good kind of build up to the goal as well and the defence other than the first kind of five minutes just looked solid as well so mm-hmm. yeah first half was was good and I, I was I was quite I wasn't surprised we were, go, we were going in winning because I think we kind of deserved the lead and I've noticed as well as Alan said with the shots you notice that we're kind of shooting a lot more outside the box as well I think Cameron Blues had a shot mm-hmm. in the first half which was a, a really good save from a goalie I thought that I thought that was going in from kind of the stream angle so yeah I, I thought the first yeah, half was good it was enjoyable and the, the commentators I mean you would have thought there were playing like I don't know Man City or something like the way they're commentators <laughs> it was it was quite laughable my mum had to kind of turn the, the sound down some of the times because it was just, <laughs> it was just getting a bit it was getting a bit overwhelming from them but it was good to kind of rub it in their faces to be honest is James Max did, did they ever get James Maxwell from Rangers aye yeah Aye, so Aye. by the way, I mean, it's, I mean, if they're getting judging what them commentators are seeing, I mean, if Rangers are getting, how much did they get for Patterson? Twelve they get, million. Oh, twelve million. It? By the way, they've surely based on that commentary, they've got to be expecting sixteen or seventeen <laughs> for James Maxwell, haven't they? And, I mean, I can't, I, I, I can't believe he gets subbed. I can't believe he get taken off. I mean, do you know what I mean? Um, so, but. Aye, um, it was the, the commentary. I'm sure we'll talk a bit later on. Uh, it became it became comedy value, so it did. It was it was quite enjoyable. Um, but um, aye, just taking a, a few a few little things to add to to the first half. I thought, just as you mentioned, Alan, I think Ledger was absolutely outstanding. Um, as of kind of come to expect from him, I think the mobility that we showed in midfield. You look at. Lion having the discipline to just play that role where he is just sitting like he did against Infermline and kind of offer a bit of protection to the defenders but also spray the ball about and and try and work the ball from side to side. I thought he was doing that really well and what really struck me was the mobility that we had with Blues and Oliver going forward Mm -hmm. in that midfield area against Muirhead who obviously isn't the most mobile of players Mm -hmm. and I think that really gave us the upper hand in midfield. It was something that that I was, I kind of pointed at and something that I was kind of worried about was in this shape at times we did all, we did tend to get outnumbered in midfield and yesterday you look, you've got Muirhead, Murdoch and, and Chalmers in there, you know, decent players at this level and I thought we, we did really well to impose ourselves in the game in midfield. And by, and <clears throat> as well as that, we, we, we spoke last week um, about the three in midfield and Imre had said, Previously, about like looking for legs in the team. I know we'd, we'd kind of heard that he was, he was you know, he, he thought that we lack legs in the team. And the three that he's got yeah. in there give us that. Mm-hmm. What, what, yeah. what really impressed me was that they were still going 
late into the second half. Um, and the style, the, the, I mean, the, the the style that we kind of implemented, you would expect people to be kind of feeding a wee bit and that you would maybe need to be bringing on fresh legs. But Blues was still going. Um, you, you, do you know what I mean? You had Strat was still yeah. offering... Uh, going forward, obviously Brandon came off as we kind of mentioned previously. But kind of fitness levels—I mean, that, that's possibly something that we can—I don't know—attribute to to Gus a wee bit. I mean, it's obviously him that's kind of put the kind of kind of base fitness level in there. But um, one of the things I know, just looking at his stats there—that's what I'd meant to mention before—was. Um, the amount of shots, and, and this is defensively, and the defending doesn't just come, obviously, from the back three or back five. It's the ones in front of him. The, so, Air had six shots, right? And I think three of them have come in the last 10 minutes or so, which is pre- um. pretty telling compared to our seven that we had in four were in, four were in target. Um, so I think that that tells a whole story itself that teams are getting possession against us, they get so far, but then we are so organised that things are kind of snuffed out. Um, and obviously we mentioned about Lithgow last week and we mentioned about McLean and I know this week the, the, the praise is probably going to go towards Michael Ledger for his performance, but um, it's, it's just really encouraging that You've got that's that, that's the thing I was thinking. By the way, about McLean. I mean, <clears throat> I remember when we signed McLean in twenty nineteen when he was getting in the team in twenty nineteen at the start of the season when he was kind of getting paired with Peter Grant, and you were we, we were looking at him and thinking he is we, we we've got a guy who's passed his sell by date here. We've got a guy who's maybe going to be in as cover when our centre backs are out injured. Um, he just did not look in the way that Hopkin played is somebody who we would be relying on. Then obviously last season and this season in this five and with the three centre halves, he is he 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 gets picked every week. And yeah. Can you imagine can you imagine even a month ago thinking we have a team, uh, we have a squad of players that Ocean Martin tees in and he's probably no starting. Do you know what I mean? That just shows you the, the, the turnaround there as well. No, absolutely. It was a point that I've kind of got to, to bring up later on. I think we were, were talking about it in our, in our group chat last night. When you look at how many times that we've said on here that we've struggled for leadership on the park and you now look back and realise that that coincided with McLean being out injured because you look at since McLean's returned, you look at the performances, both individual and collective, that we've had from defensive players. You look at the improvement in Strap, the improvement in Lithgow, just the improvement at all the all the kind of def- the entire defensive unit, mm-hmm. all both as individuals and collectively, their performances have been excellent. And obviously, a lot of credit from that's going to go to Emery. But I think, yeah, like you said, I think a lot of that has to be has to be accredited to McLean coming back in as well. And I think while we while we do have centre-backs like Lithgow and McLean I think moving forward possibly beyond this season it's not the shape that I would be looking mm-hmm. to employ permanently mm-hmm. but I think for the rest of the season with the players that are at our disposal I think a back five's going to be the way we have to go from, from now to the end of the season and if we can play this style of football in that shape then brilliant and it's good that we've got options now as well at the back I mean they've brought in Brandon so right back you can play Brandon or Hines or Ledger centre half we had Oshin on the bench you could have brought him on at any time you've got Mark Russell to cover left back as well so last season we didn't really have these options we were just kind of stuck with the same defence all the time so it's good if it does need to be changed about if there is any injuries we've got that kind of backup, and we've got um, players that can play in different positions as well which is good as well 
I see. Even like mm-hmm. a month ago, you, yeah. If you told us after, if you told us at full time after that a growth game, um, obviously Mantis come off during that game and turns out he's broken his wrist. Can you imagine that if someone told you, you know, by the way, see when he heals from that, he's not going to get back in mm-hmm. the team. Exactly. Um, it, it would be absolutely unfathomable. And Brandon, by the way, Brandon is somebody who offers it as, as an option in the left as well. Just be, well, firstly, based on what Hearts fans have said about him, mm-hmm. but as well as that, and I, I noticed yesterday he was. I was impressed. He was with with how two footed he was. Um, there was yeah. there was there was about two or three kind of kind of balls that he'd kind of looked to play through uh, with his left foot uh, as well. So, um, I mean, he's a he's he's a good quality player that I would imagine that see when he gets up to match speed, I think he's he's going to offer us something different because just I've got ringing in my ears what the Hearts fans had said about him that he will run all day. Um, and I would and just just kind of thinking if he's offering that up and down kind of overlap or up and down that right hand side, it's something that we've not had really. Um, so that's that's kind of something kind of moving forward that will that will be good. And we've not even mentioned goes Uruguay yet. <laughs> we've not even mentioned. <laughs> him. I'm going to. I'm going to stick a wee add in and then we'll get to oh, that. Yes. <laughs> Just One Cornetto is brought to you in association with the Inverclyde Boiler Company, the Inverclyde Bathroom Company and the Inverclyde Kitchen Company. Shane and his team offer the very best design, installation, aftercare and customer service and are very proud to serve the Inverclyde community. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram, visit their showroom at Orangefield Place or call them on 01475 503 304. Alright, so... Yes, let's talk about that moment and that heel flick <laughs> and that magnificent cross against former Manchester United defender Sean Mignotti. <laughs> the one million man. Oh, <laughs> one million, one million clubs. Jeez, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So yes, how good was Gozzi? <sighs> See if anybody's, I would advise any listeners, if they have not gone on to YouTube, if, if, if they've not seen, I think it was uh, actually the, the official Twitter account tweeted it this morning and they've tweeted, it was it Stop It Gozy. If you've mm-hmm. not seen the clip, if you've not seen the saying, go, go on and watch it for his flick. Would we call that a rainbow flick? I think we might. Um, rainbow flicking over six <laughs> Six foot, six foot five, Four, five, 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 and then just big goes, big goes he's strolling through as Jar Jar Binks is trying to keep, kind of keep up, keep up with him. And then that was just, oh, um, East, East. East Marling FC's Twitter's oh, been absolutely after you. Alan, you're going to get more tired. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, I mean, he's. I, I, but anyway, listen. I mean, he. I mean, he. He, he offered us good service. I know that. Um, when he, when he, when he played for us, but but that just that flick and that. And just, oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Sorry. Um, and the and the ball. Do, do you know something? I'd I'd actually thought there's there's a couple of angles that I think you've got to see the goal at and. There's a few cracking photos, I think, at Tontastic and GBR uh, photos I've put up of the goal. Um, Aye, and there's, there's goal cam, the goal cam I think it's, from, it's a goal cam, isn't it? From Gary Bradley shows yes. it as well as it's a slightly different I, angle from, you actually think I'm assuming the club have used the analyst's camera. Because uh, you think that, which his name's 
you actually think that Riley's nicked the goal off him that it's going in uh, when you see it in normal time, but definitely when you see the goal cam, it's a it's I think Gozi's done it's a it's a driven cross. Do you know what I mean? And, aye, it's, it's, and, and do you know what was absolutely brilliant? See from the, the footage of that one, if you go in and watch the footage of the goal, it was just, see hearing the noise from the stand, which is clearly the noise aye. of a dugout. And you can hear Imri, you can hear Imri, Im, Imri kind of talking in it. And then it's just the noise. Now, I know that obviously we had some some of our... Um, some of our own crowd uh, in hospitality uh, in sponsoring the match. <laughs> I know there was a couple of groups of guys, wasn't there? And, and the noise that you could hear for them was absolutely brilliant. And hats off to the group. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a Port Glasgow uh, group uh, for yep. for the chanting in the first half. And apparently they had to get moved. Brilliant. But absolutely brilliant. Um, and it's just the noise. And do you know what I loved as well was a celebration for a second goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just goes. He's driven the ball, and he, he has sprinted back over to them, and they're all piling in. And it's just you like that. That's a team together. And it, and as well as that, they, they, they applauded the folk that were in the, the, the. They applauded the fans afterwards as well. And you're just like, yeah, this is this, this is all we want. This is all more. This, this is all any supporters of any team wants, isn't it? It's folk playing this like, a, a team of players playing for a team and looking organised and just aye, absolutely brilliant. Aye, no, it was everything that you've mentioned there. It it was perfect and. It was, I think, the, the work rate in midfield coupled with the defensive organisation really gives us the foundation to, to get decent service into Riley Andupu. You think of how many times, I, I, I've lost count of the amount of times that I was moaning on here about were, were lack of variety, but you look now, we can spin the ball into the channel for Riley to, to go and chase, we can play it into Riley, dropping deep into a number 10, we can play it onto Ugo's chest, onto his head. There's three or four there's three or four different ways now that we can try and unpick defences, which when you compare it to what came before what came before Emery, it, it's night and day. In fact, I'm gonna collectivise a, a few stats that, that Dunning had put on the forum yesterday. So so far, Emery's delivered seven points and eight goals from his first three league games in charge. It took Gus ten games to reach seven points and twelve games to reach eight goals. Aye. That was now. If that doesn't point to an absolute transformation, then being slightly more balanced here. But now we had the, we we mentioned about five minutes ago there about McLean coming back in, right? Now looking at the the, the injuries that we had in November and December in or the COVID cases or whatever, right? Uh, we were coming up against a wee bit defensively. Um, so in mitigation. Right, that is something that you could say that he didn't have these players, but that is in mitigation. Other teams have it as well. the The improvement that we've got here is not even as much the individual players; it's the tempo that we're playing with, and it's the the structure that we're playing with, and it's the fact that we're playing. We're not just playing one up, and 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 when we played a four three three or whatever before, it wasn't a four three three; it was a four five one because everybody spoke about how Gozy or Riley or whoever was so isolated. Yeah. Now we're yep. we're playing with a two, and it's not just a two with four behind them; it's a two with bodies coming forward with 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 Blues and with Oliver, and we've we've got and 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 look, that's the last couple of games that we've spoken about fullbacks delivering balls into boxes. Right, we have get wing backs playing that high up that they are delivering balls. It's a positive intent that we're playing with now, and that's that's as much they, anything as right because yes, Gus did suffer injuries. He he, he did have to deal with that, but um, there's more to it. I think. 
I think the the kind of base that we're starting a lot of it from is how much higher our defensive line is and how much more confident we've got, how much more confidence our centre-backs appear to have to play. And you're probably talking at least 10 yards higher up the park. But you look at the knock-on effect that that's having where wing-backs are now so much more advanced that they can go and disrupt teams going forward and go and cause problems and go and get balls into the box. You look at Strap, crack a, a really top-notch delivery yesterday. Hines cross last week for Riley was a, a, a stunning cross as well. But you look at the advanced positions that the wing-backs are getting into, I don't think that's a coincidence that we're seeing more of them going forward. You look at Strap. I said last week that I thought Lyon really needed the performance last week where he just sat, marshaled, sprayed the ball about, kept things simple and just he, he was kind of quietly effective. I think Strap needed that performance yesterday in the same sort of manner where that that can be his benchmark now to kick on for the rest of the season and go and kind of discover the form that we know he's capable of. I think he's because is, is, he's been, sorry to cut you off, but I, I think he's lying has been unbelievable the last few games. Like he is just yes. a totally different player and I don't know if it's because he's, he's sitting much deeper now, but I just feel the last few games he's been all over the park. He's been box to box. He's everywhere. Like he's absolutely everywhere, and uh, is it credit to Doogie? Is it Reese? Has he just got his head down and got on with it? I don't know, but Reese Lyon, he if he keeps up this form, the same with Gozy, same with Jack Hamilton. I think we really need to kind of start thinking about contracts now as well, um, because if they keep performing like this, we need to get these kind of guys tied up. They're young, they're young enough. So the likes of Strap as well, I, I, I think I think it'd be worth definitely trying to keep them a bit longer if if they keep playing the way they're going and. You know, it's it's so refreshing to watch this team now. As I said on Twitter last night, like, see, a month ago, I could have quite happily never watched that team again because I just felt no connection to them. There was just nothing happening. Yeah. But now I feel such a strong connection to the, the team, the management, the social media aspect has been so much better. Um, you see yeah. the goals that we've been scoring the last few weeks, you would... Like, it's just, it's just a remarkable turnaround and, you know, it's... It's amazing what, what Diggy's actually done to the club and, and how he's made the fans feel the last few weeks as well. We need to caveat it a wee bit with the fact that, right, it is, it is only three games, okay? Um, right, it is Alan, only, don't be it, negative. It, no, I, sorry. Because right, um, I'm, 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 I'm just, Louise, I'm just seeing this coming back in like a month when we go. Here's when, the podcast, Alan. Uh, no, no, right, right. So it is only three games, right? But what I was going to say, that was just, just one thing. But, but, but the three games, <laughs> and in those three games, see if you think about it, right? We have, an, out of six halves, if you put it that way, we have won five of them. In those three games, yep. right? Um, and we've played three different types of teams. We played a team last week very low in confidence. We had a team the week before with a new manager with possible, possibly a wee bit of a bounce coming in there. We had a team this week again with a new manager, lower down the league, but 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 off the back of a couple of really good results. Um, so there's a lot. Yes, I, I, I just want to say it is only just just almost temper it slightly, but. The other thing I was going to say about Reese Lyon, Reese Lyon's in what would they say four years? He's on his fifth manager, right? Um, yeah. I'm the thing that I look at, and, and I know Dean, you've been saying about him almost playing that deeper role. The thing that you can see just now is that Reese Lyon is clearly been. I don't know if he's been. Obviously, he's he's, he's spoken about it or Dougie's spoken to him about it, but he's very much been given a responsibility there. Mm-hmm. You almost get the yeah. impression that see previously he was the 
he, 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 he was the lesser experienced midfielder and, and every time obviously when he broke into the team under Johansson he took a wee bit of time but he was he was the kind of further advanced one he had guys with more experience behind him um, there was, wasn't as much responsibility on him but as well as that he was flitting in and out of the team it was clear that Hopkins didn't really fancy him um and 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 there was there was a kind of similar issues there with McElhone end of last season I think when Gus is probably thinking I'm trying to I'm I'm digging results out he's got McGinnon and he's probably going McGinnon Jacobs and Lyon isn't anywhere to be seen you've now got a manager who's thinking I want legs in my team I'm giving you the responsibility and he's thriving on it it's it's really really good to see and I'm really kind of pleased for the boy and I hope he really does kick on and as Louise is saying again we're thinking contracts surely not not only for us for next year but also kind of for protecting our assets as well I know that we're probably yeah, that's the we're one. probably offering the lowest wages of, of any professional team that there is and even getting into kind of uh, some part time teams as well and that's including obviously teams in the league below us but it's, yep. I think it's really important that um, these players that the fans identify with and that almost kind of give us a give us that sort of um, identity as a club. The likes yep. of it's great to see the likes of Stratman line kicking back on again, but it would be magnificent if we if we weren't going into a new season having to having to pick out another goalkeeper again. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But I mean, you would have absolutely you would not complain at all. Um, you, you, I mean, you surely wouldn't stand in Jack Hamilton's way if he's getting a better offer after the season that he's had. But it's just it would it it it, it would be good, obviously, if we could be kind of kind of keeping these players on. Um, Titan Spice Rum is inspired by Clydeside Heritage and Inverclyde's incredible scenery. Their carefully selected aged rums are infused with Scottish raspberries, golden syrup and exotic spices. Titan Spice Rum is blended with the finest Caledonian water whilst retaining its spiritual Caribbean DNA. Head to titanspiritsltd.com and get your bottle today. Alright guys, so I think we'll, we'll kind of call it a day there for, for talking about yesterday's result. We're now on to Motherwell, so... Motherwell were sitting fourth place. Graham Alexander doing a, a very good job there. Ball accounts recently signed a long term contract with the club. It's safe to say our least favourite stadium in Scottish football after possibly New Douglas Park. So how do you see it going, Louise? Well, I I'm feeling confident. I think the last kind of three performances, I think Dougie will have as well set up. I think he'll know. He's, he, he knows how Motherwell plays. He's probably seen Motherwell play many times this season. So I'm feeling quite confident going into the game. Um, hopefully there'll be a, a nice big kind of Morton crowd there. Even just a big Motherwell crowd, just to actually be a football game with a big crowd. It'll be it'll be really good to kind of get back to it. So, yeah, I think I'd, I think there's no replays, is there? So nope. I'd happily take the draw. Straight to extra time. Yeah, I'd take the draw and then win an extra time or win in normal time. I'm okay with that. But, you know, realistically it's probably not going to work out like that. But, do you know, I, I think Doogie's going to have them well well set up next week. So, And I think with the fans there, we'll be there to kind of cheer them on and it's going to end wonderfully and we're all going to walk out happy at the end of the game. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got a feeling Alan might taper oh, your, your oh, view slightly. Listen, do you know, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to because... <laughs> um, 
obviously, right, last week I was, I know what I was saying, I can expect us to go and get absolutely rinsed 6 nothing or something again, but um, this is a different modern team. And, right, it's, yes, they're a league above us, and I'm looking, they're in a pretty decent run of form, obviously, they had a really good December, um, but they've not played for two or three weeks. Um, it's, yes, they're a league above us, I mean, it's, but it's no... There's not that much. The, the, the gap isn't as huge as folk would say. Do you know what I mean? Um, we're a championship team and we're a championship team with our tails up and we are well organised. They will know what to expect from us. But on the flip side of that, Dougie will know what to expect for them as well. Um, I'm, I'm a wee bit more confident than I was last week, put it that way. And it's a case of remembering that it is a 90, that, that this is done and dusted in the day. Um, ah, I would be disappointed. I would actually be really disappointed if we were to go away with, say, a, a, th- a 3-0 defeat. Um, I, 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 I can see us getting a result. I'm confident. Um, I mean, it's no every week. They don't come up. They, they don't come, their centre-backs are only coming up against Gozi Ugu every week, put yeah. it that way. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and yeah. um, and as well as that, their, their strikers, Big Van Veen, isn't he coming up against Brian McLean every week? Do you know what I mean? So um, if Tony Watts I, not there either, if he goes, I, so. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm going away going away out in a limb there by uh, praising our players too much. But listen, I mean, why no? We go there and we impose ourselves. I'd imagine that Dougie will go there for a win, uh, rather than maybe previously where we were sat in and looked at a shape. Um, so yeah. I am more confident than I was last week. Why the hell no? Come on. It's the same team here, so I, why not? Yeah, you know, it's, there is every chance that we can go up there and, yeah, just like you said, if if we stick to this style of play, if we are going to press, if if they do have a little bit of ring rust and you look at their away, their away at Ross County on Tuesday night, if, if they are rusty, course, eh? then I think Emery's style of play is far more... It's far better place to take advantage of that than I would than I would think that we would under Gus. I think the the difference in the different style and play definitely gives us an advantage going up there. The obvious sign will be if we do play a high line against that calibre of opposition, there is a chance that it could go wrong. But bugger it, do you know? I noticed in the let's go and see where it takes. I noticed uh, just a couple of comments in the forum suggesting that um, would Emery uh, maybe mix things up, uh, maybe give other guys some game time but I think what you've got to go he's got a settled team just now and mm-hmm. you've got to go with that settled team um, yeah. there's, you, I mean you can look at examples previously of folk changing teams and giving people a rest and then the week, something happening in the week after because you've kind of broken that cycle I think you've got to go with ah, this you team don't, you've got to, you don't get the same momentum you've got to continue with this team um, um, aye so I think with Saturday, if, if it does go badly, right, we've seen that Doogie's not afraid to make changes. So I would just start the way we've been doing it the last two games. And then if he needs to make changes, he can make changes. he done it against Kilmarnock and it worked. Mm-hmm. So I think just yep. go, go with the same way we've been playing and then just kind of see how it goes. And I'm sure Doogie will change the tactics or the players if needed if it, if it starts to turn out badly. So a month ago, like we would have thought, all of us would have thought, yep, yeah, we're just going to win that game. We're going to get hammered. How many is it going to be? Nothing's going to change. But things are different now. And you feel more confident going into these types of games with Doogie in charge because you know he's not afraid to make big changes, basically. Can I, right, um, 
Yeah, absolutely. Good, going off, going off on a tangent here slightly. It's just something I'd maybe kind of talk about before. But uh, I'd listened to a Terrace podcast during the week where they'd uh, they'd kind of focused on their game last week. Admittedly, they spent more time on John Hughes and Dunfermline than they did on us. But what was striking was, and it was very similar to co- just just wee comments that the air commentators were making yesterday, and it was almost kind of suggesting that we are not quite a team of hammer throwers, but just as big imposing team and. I just, just thinking, is is that the perception that folk have of Morton? And see if it is the perception that folk have on Morton. Absolutely magnificent because our team at the moment are not that. Obviously, Lasley was here last week and saw it, but it'd be absolutely great if that is a perception that folk have that they're coming up against this team of, team of hammer throwers and and we're long ball and we're, do, do you know what I mean? Because um, it'd be, it'd see yesterday. That was the thing yesterday, by the way, right? For a team of hammer throwers like us, we had no bookings yesterday. They had the four bookings they had yesterday. Uh, at least, I would say, at least one of them could have been a red card. At least one of them yes. could have been a red card. And that is the, that that is because, I, I think that's caused by frustration. That's caused by bad tackles. A bad tackle on Blues, your centre midfielder breaking. And two, two bad tackles on our left wing-back by substitutes late in the game as he's going forward, which which shows we're, we're an energetic team full of legs. Um, Dean, I'm disappointed that we've not had, that, that, that had a section uh, even just focusing on the comments of the air commentators yesterday. <laughs> um, I tell you what, before we round things off, Give us your top three. Right, uh, let, let, let me see there. Uh, what was it? What was it? That that's a massive shot pool. Was one of them massive, <laughs> massive shot pool? Uh, and what, what was the other one? Was it? What was it? Look at the height of that boot. That was another yeah. one. Um, <laughs> and um, and I think as as Russell had said on Twitter, uh, as as his I think his favourite, which I like, was them going absolutely tonto about the uh, Adeloy getting booked for diving um, and some of the comments that they had. Like, I mean, that's not a dive. I mean, he's just fallen down. You know, <laughs> so he's dived then. That's a clear penalty. Uh, he's, he's had his heels clipped mm-hmm. by himself. Uh, <laughs> It was but the one was, where I think Reese Lyon had took him down just outside the box. Aye, and I don't even think they got a free kick and you'd actually thought Reese Lyon had murdered this guy. Like aye, you'd actually thought he'd killed him. Like That's a red card. And yeah. then and then you had McGint and then you had McGinty's one that you said, Oh, that was a that was a wee touch late there. But, <laughs> but can I also state as well that obviously we're there where the commentary was and where the audio was, we kinda of mentioned this before we came on air. But their supporters were all round about them, and there was a two or three voices that you could hear. But they 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 were raging. And see if we're talking about us big bad Morton fans. Um, I, I tell I tell yep. you what, by the way, that's about the third or fourth time I've heard about air fans really getting. And the commentator was actually talking about how much they were getting on Adeloy's back and how Aye. he was noticing it. So I mean, just 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 a wee caveat about whether or no we are the worst fans ever. That was that that, <laughs> that 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 was the air fans today, and you could hear it. Um, and it was obviously it was glorious, just as you're drinking in the tears of them, and then hearing <laughs> and, then, and and then hearing this group of Morton fans at the far end of the stand singing "You Are My Morton." Absolutely glorious. Brilliant. So it was brilliant. Just wanted to see that to finish off. Nee bother. All right, guys, we will round it off there. So another. Thoroughly enjoyable record. Louise, thank you very much. No problem, it was a pleasure, as always.
Alan, pleasure as ever. Cheers. Always a pleasure, Dean. All right, guys, and we will be back next week and hopefully celebrating a long overdue win at Fur Park. Well, that's the show, folks. Remember to check out themortonforum.com for the latest Morton news, discussion and articles featuring the excellent match photography of GBR photographs. Make sure you subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and we'd love to hear your feedback or questions on any of our social platforms at The Morton Forum. Give me God,